Alright, welcome along to the shit show that never ends. It's another panic attack with Big John. Uh, as they're bringing the president out from his his cage or wherever he, he hides... Uh, remember to follow me on Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John. Do the like, share, subscribe, and all that. Uh, leave a comment. Tweet me, Getter me, comment what you thought of this horrific anti-American speech. This license to attack. MAGA Republicans, Republicans in general. I'm going to play a minute or two of this while I light my cigar. This is horrible. God bless America. Please, have a seat. Thank you. I speak to you tonight from sacred ground in America. Independence Hall in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. This is where America made its declaration of independence to the world more than two centuries ago with an idea unique among nations that in America, we're all created equal. This is where the United States Constitution was written and debated. This is where we set in motion the most extraordinary experiment of self-government world has ever known. With three simple words, we the people, we the people, these two documents, the ideas they embody, quality and democracy, are the rock upon which this nation is built. They're how we became the greatest nation on earth. They're why, for more than two centuries, America has been a beacon to the world. But as I stand, Ooh. ideas they embody, equality and democracy, are the rock upon which this nation is built. They're how we became the greatest nation on earth. I like it so far. They're why, for more than two centuries, He's America right. has been a beacon to the world. But here he goes. As I stand here tonight, here it goes. Quality and democracy are under assault. We do ourselves no favor to pretend otherwise. Rhetoric. Tonight, I've come to this place where it all began to speak as plainly as I can. Hatefully as he can. About the threats we face. Threats from Republicans. About the power we have in our own hands to meet these threats. Power in your hands. Go attack a MAGA Republican. In front of us, if only we choose it. Alright, so I'm going to stop it there. You can find that shit show. In it. <laughs> it's so bad. The first... Okay, so the first thing I clicked on was... Uh, oh, first thing I clicked on was uh, the LA Times... And all they have uh, as a thumbnail was uh, a picture of Biden. It said, Biden presidential address. I figured, well, I'll play you a clip, uh, a, a snippet of that. And great. 
they played the same couple minutes that I just played, which, by the way, I got from PBS NewsHour. Uh, the LA Times YouTube, they had a couple minutes of that speech, and then it goes into subtitles, captions. They're just showing pictures of Biden talking. They're not playing his words. They're playing their opinion, or they're on the screen giving you their opinion of his words. That's how horrible this speech was. From the time I was a small kid, I can't remember when, my mom worked a ton to keep me in uh, toys and Air Jordans and nice clothes. So I was raised a lot by my grandparents. And watching presidential speeches, State of the Unions, special speeches was part of the tradition in our house. Every night, it's... it. Uh, they used to have the noon news on TV, then the six o'clock news, then there was the the world news or whatever you want to call it after the six o'clock news at six thirty, and then we watched good television. Um, but as I grew, I became a, a political nerd, a news junkie. Uh, so even in my teens and 20s and 30s and 40s now, I've watched almost every presidential address in my lifetime. This was by far the worst presidential address I have ever seen in my life. This is nothing... This was a campaign speech to his base. Because a lot of the moderate Democrats are leaving them. Obviously, the MAGA Republicans aren't going to vote for him. Or vote for Democrats this fall. Get to things in order here. Joe Biden has had a couple of victories recently. He uh, Some legislation... Uh, another omnibus spending bill. He's brought up student loan debt. And there's huge backlash from even the most vehement Democrats on student loan forgiveness. At least the most vehement Democrats I know of. And, of course, some of them are the opposite of the MAGA Republicans. They're so Democrat, they'll go along with whatever he or the the filthy Democrats have to say. But this was one of the worst, the most rhetorical, most rhetoric-filled speeches I've heard. This is the most rhetoric-filled presidential address I've ever heard. Donald Trump speaks in rhetoric at campaign rallies. But when he gave an address to the nation, he spoke about the nation. The networks picked out the rhetoric and fed it to you 
But in his actual address to the nation, he spoke about all Americans. You didn't see it because you didn't watch it because you're not a nerd like me. But this was... The, this Oh, sweet mother of God. Okay. This... Okay, you guys... I'm just so... This was so flustering to me. Okay, look. But this is called... This speech was called... The Battle for the Soul of the Nation. Are you shitting me? Find... Maybe I'll record the whole thing and post it. In fact, I think I will. Because um, it's public. It's the presidential speech. It's not copyright. It's public. It was at least... There were at least 18 stammers and stutters in about a 15-minute speech. So he blundered about once a minute. But it was just normal stuttering we can't you know hold too much against him on that it, it, but it again it's his dementia creeping through uh they must have had him really medicated up or maybe he got some of hunter's coke i don't know uh it was at independence hall in philadelphia a place i visited uh, as a trip, my grandpap sent me on my junior year of high school with a bunch of other high school juniors from surrounding schools. It's a beautiful place. I loved it. I, I want, I'm going back someday. They said there were 300 invited guests. We don't know who the 300 were. That's not important. What when they say invited, they mean hand-picked guests. So you know when there is an applause break that <laughs> it's they it's almost as if they put a an applause sign up, you know, on TV shows when they can't get laughs and applause on their own. They flash a sign that tells the studio audience applaud or laugh. Um, that's basically what this audience was. Oh, and there was also one guy with a, a bullhorn or megaphone outside the perimeter uh, yelling the whole time. Which I, on one hand I think is cute. On the other hand it was kind of ignorant and low class. Uh this was covered, or this was broadcast live on uh, PBS, I assume. Uh, CNN is where I watched it, and I had to hunt to find it. Uh, I was under the impression this was going to be a nation, a national address, and it would be on every broadcast network and Fox News. Fox News aired, did not air it. In fact, uh, you know, they, on the TV on. TV guide on screen, it said T Tucker Carlson. Uh, I thought, okay, yeah, that's just there because it's what was programmed into the the thing uh, to be on screen. And instead, Tucker Carlson came on. He said, if you're seeing this, 
you're missing the president's address. And then he went into blah, blah, blah about the president's address. And I'm like, crap, I got to find the president's address real quick. So luckily, the next channel down on the, the dial was CNN. And I caught it there. But it, it was probably on PMSNBC also, I would imagine. Uh, but it was not on any broadcast networks or any other cable news outlets. Well, the only other cable news outlet. Um, like you heard, he started out with a cold, raspy voice, uh, coughing. So uh, hopefully he does not have COVID again. He's had it like twice in the last month, I think. Uh, but anyways... Uh, says that, you know, this is where the Constitution was debated. And I just, I noted, yeah, the Constitution that he's violating. Uh, he's saying that equality and democracy are under assault from you, Joe. Equality and democracy are under assault from you and the FBI. Uh, here when I need to catch my breath in a minute or two, I'm going to play a clip from John Kate, pardon me, John Kasuck, Kasich sucks, in other words, uh, and he's talking about violence against the FBI from MAGA Republicans. No, there's no violence against the FBI from MAGA Republicans, and, and Biden mentions that in his speech as well. There was one asshole that tried to shoot an FBI headquarters in Cincinnati and he got his cap peeled by the feds, deservingly so. Not going to mince words with you. You do not attack innocent FBI agents that are going about their business. But what Kasuk and, and Biden fail to mention is there's an internal war at the FBI and the rank and file FBI agents want their director removed because he's too political. An FBI agent who is involved in the Russia hoax was just walked out of the FBI headquarters in Langley, Virginia and fired. So the violence against the FBI, there is none, first of all. There are verbal attacks from MAGA Republicans in Congress and Republicans in general that the agency is too political and is being used by this administration to attack political adversaries. Uh, he said... Uh, threats we face, and then I just put dot, 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 because I couldn't keep up writing while he was talking. Uh, in, and we have an incredible future that lays ahead of us if we choose it. So what are the threats, was my first question. Of course, America always has an incredible future because Americans are incredible people. So the threats are, of course, Donald Trump and MAGA Republicans, like the one you're listening to right now. I didn't know I was a threat to my nation. I thought I loved my nation, and I just want to go out and vote like hell and get as many friends of mine out to vote and 
get rid of these extreme liberals that are actually violent, I'll get to that later, and are stripping us of our rights. But Biden sees it differently. He says that we have an extreme ideology. He says MAGA Republicans do not support the Constitution or rule of law. Bullshit. We are the ones that are fighting like hell. I know we're not supposed to say that. We're the ones that are trying like hell to uphold the First Amendment, our freedom of religion, our freedom of speech, our freedom to bear arms. We're the ones fighting for those issues. Freedom, freedom, freedom. Let's continue on with my notes here. He says that we want MAGA Republicans want you to have no right to choose, which he means choose abortion, no right to privacy, and no right to marry who you love. Most of us really don't care that much about gay marriage anymore. We're trying to protect children from the pedophilia movement, which has latched itself onto the transgender movement and gay movement. Uh, and transgender is now the new civil rights movement. We honestly don't care that much. We just don't want drag queens shaking their butts in the faces of children. And we don't want children stuffing dollars into the bras and panties of drag queens. You can find the videos on the internet if you don't believe me. Alright, let me break here and play Case Sucks little ignoramus speech for about two minutes. I gotta crank the volume up because this is very low volume. Because he's a low life. So Governor Kasich, what do you make of this? Former Governor Kasich. squarely at members of your party. Well, I, I think it's, you know, issues are fair game, uh, Pamela. And, you know, he's out there talking about guns and he's, he's talking about January 6th. I think it's all legitimate. And the rhetoric is going to get hotter and hotter as we get closer to the election. But I, I'm told that he was reported as, as comparing these MAGA Republicans to, I think, calling them like semi-fascist, okay? That's, that's not what we want out of Joe Biden. That's the kind of stuff you hear out of Donald Trump. So you can be heated, but just be careful you don't go over the line. Because if you're battling for the soul of the country, if I'm battling for the soul of the country, I'm trying to figure out how to get most people together, not most pushing most people apart. But we're in a political season right now. It involves fundraising and that kind of high rhetoric probably raises some money. And it's okay for them to talk about issues. I'd rather them be talking about the issues of guns and crime than all the stuff that we've been hearing about over the last few months. That would be, that would be helpful. Certainly, Caitlin, uh, the president has been ramping up his rhetoric. And as you said, today has been one of his most forceful speeches to date. Why are we hearing this message from the president focusing on Republicans and on law enforcement right now? I think with the FBI, it's because of the attacks, the spike that you've seen in the threats against the FBI and these rank and file members, which is President Biden said earlier today, they were just doing their job when they executed that search warrant on Mar-a-Lago. 
The other hand of it is also that we are 10 weeks out from the midterm election. So this overarching message that you're seeing where President Biden is emphasizing this contrast between Democrats and Republicans, that's the point of that. And that is why he was in Pennsylvania today. He was talking about his strategy to reduce crime in the United States. But he also uh, made, took plenty of opportunities to draw that contrast between Democrats and Republicans and pushing for, of course, Democrats in that state. Since they are electing a new governor, they are picking a new senator. The governor is, of course, going to pick a secretary of state who is chief uh, and critical to the state's elections and how those are carried out. So basically making the argument that there's a lot on the line. And Pennsylvania is getting a lot of attention from this president specifically right now. He's going to visit there two more times within the next week alone. Trump is going to be there holding his own rally on Saturday. And Pam, I should note that in the president's speech on Thursday, it is going to harken back to that message you often heard from him on the campaign trail about democracy being under attack. Governor Kasich, Republicans have tried yeah. to paint. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, look, there is no excuse for, and no Republicans are going to stand up and defund the FBI, uh, and that's wrong to attack this kind of an institution. We have to see how this all plays out. But it's interesting to see Joe Biden trying to turn the tables and say, "I'm not for defunding the police," when, as you know, the Democratic Party has been playing catch up because of the sense in some people in the party. Extremists, just like you have in the Republican Party, extremists in the Democratic Party who are saying, well, we should defund the police, okay? What we found is that the, 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 we're not defunding the police. In fact, we're refunding them because we understand the implications. And when it comes to the attacks on the FBI, these extremists in the Republican Party are just wrong about that. They're not going to defund the FBI. Okay, so he's a little bit right there's probably not going to be a defunding of the fbi uh overall i gotta turn the sound down on my device here uh, but there needs to be a house cleaning and trump has promised to do that when he's elected president for the third time uh hopefully this time in a fair free manner when Don, or when, pardon me, when Joe Biden speaks of the MAGA extremist, Donald Trump got 74 or so million votes. So 74 million Americans are now open game, open season for violence from the left. And remember back to 2016 and some of 2020 when wearing a MAGA hat was considered the new Ku Klux Klan uniform, the new KKK. You saw grown-ass adults putting their children up to attacking other kids, other people with MAGA hats. You saw milkshakes thrown on people with MAGA hats, which milkshakes aren't that big a deal, but it ruins your day. You have to go home and change your clothes and, and shower off. Uh, and some of these milkshakes are filled with uh, cement mix. It's not hardened, but it's acidic, and it will really hurt you. It can eat away at your skin. Uh, if it's filled with the right stuff, it can make a, a bad enough burn on your skin to actually possibly kill you if it gets infected. Um, 
that is a whole nother thing. Biden said, we're not powerless. There are more Americans than there are MAGA Republicans. He mentions violence multiple times. Look, no MAGA Republican that I know of that's worth anything, that I know of, period, has outright called for violence. January 6th, there was a riot at the Capitol. Multiple factions were involved in this. There were some MAGA people there that got carried away. There were some that were wrong and some that need to go to jail. But out of an estimated 750,000 to a million people did not riot. Several hundred did. And many of them are being kept in a gulag without a fair trial, without being charged with anything a year and a half later. Think about that. Americans are in a jail without charges, without a trial. Most are being charged with minor trespassing, if anything. And one of them got acquitted. It's just one out of hundreds, but one got acquitted because he could show on video a Capitol Police officer moving the barricade and waving him in. Most of them thought that, oh, the, the protest is supposed to continue in the Capitol. The podium guy, which I guess technically it was not a podium, it was a lectern, but the guy that's a meme that you see carrying the podium, he said he thought, oh, this is where we're supposed to go, this is what we're supposed to do, and when he found out that he wasn't supposed to be in there, he took a few more selfies and left. Also, he did not steal the lectern from the Capitol, he moved it... (laughs) 20 feet, gave a little speech, and then walked away and started snapping more pictures of the Capitol, Uh, which if you go into the Capitol Rotunda, it is a very beautiful place, and he mentions most people he saw were just taking pictures of the statues and the paintings and how beautiful it was. But the media and the Democrats are only showing you the worst clips. And if you pay attention, you'll see if they run a 30-second clip, it's usually a loop of about 10 seconds of violence or 10 seconds of the same people doing the same thing. But they run it over and over until you think, man, this went on forever. They're tearing this place apart for 30 seconds. When it was really only 10 seconds. And then a Capitol Police officer said, hey, knock it off. And they knocked it off. But I digress. So the only violence of any MAGA Republican can be pinpointed to January 6th. He writes off the entire year of 2020 with the Black Lives Matter and Antifa riots all over the country 
that destroyed billions of dollars in property. That was real political violence. Real political violence. Okay? Violence is never the answer. Period. Point blank. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. MAGA Republicans, he says, and I guess he's saying that we're trying to justify January 6th. Because that's the only time I've ever seen any violence from a MAGA Republican. MAGA Republicans uh, speak more or more speak of violence as acceptable. So I guess he's saying more of us speak for violence being acceptable. I've never heard anyone on our side call for violence. I've heard calls for clean house at the FBI. I've heard calls for defund the FBI, but not that's not violence. That's calling your representative and saying, uh, hey, there's political partisanship here. And even the agents within the FBI are saying as much. Okay? They're saying that there's violence, or not violence, there's political hackism, political partisanship in this FBI and Department of Justice. And rank and file FBI agents are saying, enough. We want these people out of our FBI. <clears throat> he talked about free and fair elections. There was no freer and no fairer election than 2020. If anything, there were rules that were overlooked for the convenience of the mail-in ballots, signatures not uh, on the ballot, identification not on the ballot. During an average election, I think a little over 1% or 2%, maybe 3% of absentee or mail-in ballots get disqualified for lack of signature, lack of an address, uh, not having identification. In 2020, it was less than 1% that were disqualified for lacking some kind of identification or a signature or an address, or the signature didn't match the one that was on file if they went to the extreme of signature matching, which they should always do. So you go from between 1% and 3% of mail-in ballots getting disqualified in a normal election year to less than 1% in 2020. You're telling me rules were not bent and ignored? Laws? Actually, not rules. Laws. And he speaks of rule of law. Every Republican comment commentator I see on alternative media, social media, is calling for get back to the Constitution, get back to the rule of law. What we are against is the Constitution that the Democrats want to change, the new constitution they want to write, the way they want to interpret what is free speech, what is freedom of religion, 
what is the right to bear arms, which they say there is no right to bear arms. So who's being unconstitutional here, Joseph? He says, they win or they're cheated. That's what MAGA Republicans believe. There have been many elections that the Democrats, going back to the year 2000, the year 2000, the George W. Bush election, the Democrats did not accept George W. Bush's election because he won the Electoral College and not the popular vote. 2004, uh, one of the Kennedys, I think it was Robert Kennedy Jr., wrote a book uh, about, I think, I can't remember the exact title, but it was something to the nature of how Ken Blackwell helped steal Ohio for Bush. That's not accepting the results of a free and fair election, Joe. And of course, after 2016, we had years and years of the fake Russia hoax. The Well, fake and hoax are redundant. But the Russia hoax, the Russia narrative, Russia, 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 uh, infiltrated our election and made Trump president. So we have 2000, 2004, 2016, Democrats refused to accept the results. 2020, Republicans pointed out many, many inconsistencies in the elections. And gee willikers, by gosh, by golly, in places where election laws were firmed up, were strengthened, when signatures were matched uh, in the 20, these early 22, uh, 2022 and 2021 elections, excuse me, I'm getting a little tongue-tied. In 2021 and 2022, in places where the laws were either followed again or the laws were firmed up, reinforced with new laws, gee, we see a lot of Republicans winning and winning big. Donald Trump is like 9 out of 10 in Republican endorsements. And what Biden did tonight was declare war on MAGA Republicans. He opened the door for violence and attacks against people with Trump signs in their yards, people with MAGA hats, MAGA t-shirts, Trump supporters, all of these things. This is what he did tonight. Uh, I just put at the end of my notes here, this is disgusting. That was one of the last notes I took. This is a call to action against MAGA Republicans, Donald Trump supporters. He, you know, he likes the Mitt Romney Republicans that... Uh, secretly hate America, that are moderate, that are soft, that cannot win national elections. The Republican establishment that is corrupt, like Mitch McConnell, the Republicans that go into 
Congress with a normal average salary and come out millionaires like Mitch McConnell. Um, these are the people he likes because these are the people like him. He got his his goofy son Hunter all these big jobs because Hunter had to be the breadwinner of the family. Joe was not making a mint. He wasn't making millions by being a congressman or, or a senator. Pardon me. He's always been a senator. So Hunter, part of the problems that he has are he has to be the breadwinner for the family. He has to bring home the bacon for the Bidens. Also, because people have confessed to stealing the, the diary of Ashley Biden, we now know everything we've read online, and I've read her handwriting with my own eyes. It's all true. Because they wouldn't be prosecuting people for stealing if it weren't true. So the showering with her dad at ages that were inappropriate is true. Her being sexualized by a family member at a young age is true. The book Laptop from Hell, where uh, the lady that wrote it said that you know Hunter has some of his demons because from an early age... He had to go out and make the money to support his dad and the family. It's all true. Last quote from Joseph Repulsive Biden. That, that's what the R stands for, repulsive. MAGA Republicans believe everyone else has to fail for them to succeed. Nothing could be further from the truth. Donald Trump won in 2016 and he got 74 million votes in 2020 because he reached out to the working Americans, the overlooked silent majority and appealed to them. So if you're any type of Trump voter, any type of Republican voter, tonight's message to America was an attack on you. This was not a battle for the soul of the nation. In a way it was, but it was the Democrats, it was Joe Biden's attack on the soul of the nation. And the battle rages from here on and we have to do it with thought we have to win the argument and then win the vote and in November we have to get our base out and we have to vote like hell peacefully and quietly at the polls that's how we win not through any kind of violence Although there will be one or two rogue idiots that do that. We win at the polls by voting like hell. God bless you. God bless America. 
and pray for one another. Thank you for listening this far. I'll see you next time on Panic Attack with Big John.